This is the Behind the Line podcast, and this is Pacific Northwest Headline News for Wednesday, April 27th, 2022. The Seattle criminal justice system continues on its bumpy path. The man accused, the homeless man accused of two random and unprovoked attacks on women just 30 minutes apart, has been found incompetent to stand trial. Alexander J., 40 years old, was found incompetent to stand trial in order to get restoration treatment. That means he must stay in a mental facility like Western State for three months until he convinces experts he understands the charges against him. King County prosecutors said they will not drop the assault charges he faces. The March 2nd attacks were brutal and disturbing. Jay is accused of randomly shoving a woman down the light rail stairs, then beating her. 30 minutes later, prosecutors said Jay is seen on a Metro bus video stabbing a woman 10 times. He also went through this process in 2020 on a residential burglary case where he was convicted of smashing into an 89-year-old grandmother's house. Her neighbors held them at gunpoint until police arrived. Something needs to be done about this stuff. Obviously, this guy has got a mental condition. So what happens at the end of three months if he still doesn't understand the charges against him or knows how to play that game? they got to stop letting these people out on the streets of Seattle. Bremerton, Washington High School is returning to remote learning on Thursday and Friday due to a staffing shortage, according to the district. The high school has experienced a staffing shortage, and officials said they have seen an increase in staff absences at Bremerton High School for a variety of illnesses, including COVID. The school, like other districts in the nation, is also experiencing a substitute teacher shortage and therefore does not have adequate staffing to be able to teach all our classes, even with BHS and district office staff helping to cover classes. According to school officials, 28 of 100 staff members were out Tuesday for a variety of reasons, not just COVID. As of April 25th, at least seven staff members have tested positive for COVID. But this is what you're paying your high property taxes to pay for in Washington, inadequate schools. The city of Redmond has agreed to pay... $7.5 million to settle a wrongful death claim made by the family of a woman who was shot to death in 2020 by a police officer as she lay unarmed and waiting arrest outside her apartment door. Cherna, 39, had called police seeking help because she believed someone was in her home the night of September 20th, 2020. She was having a mental health crisis. She had been ordered out of her apartment and was prone on the floor waiting for officers to handcuff her when Officer Daniel Mendoza who had been fired by Whatcom County Sheriff's Office for poor performance and also barely passed the Washington State Police Academy, shot her six times with a high-powered rifle. Now, she did point a firearm at officers earlier, but when she came out of the apartment, she was unarmed. The Oregon Health Authority now has an option for people vaccinated against COVID-19 to download an electronic version Of their vaccine cards, physical CDC-issued vaccine cards are distributed to vaccinated patients as proof of immunization. But Oregon has been collecting electronic records throughout the process. Now people can request that electronic record on a state website. You will receive a QR code vaccination record. Oregon joins Washington and California offering the electronic version. 
Oregon voters need to register with a party to vote in the May primary election. Oregon is one of only nine states in the country that still have completely closed primaries, meaning you must be a member of a political party to vote in one. Also meaning that if you're a Republican, you can only vote for Republicans, and if you're a Democrat, you can only vote for Democrats. If you, you can't vote your conscience or vote for who you feel may be the best candidate, say you're a Republican, but you happen to like the Democrat candidate more, you can't vote for that person. Seems a little backwards. A group called Oregon Open Primaries is trying to get an initiative on the November 2022 ballot which would amend the state constitution and allow open primaries for statewide and federal offices. Makes sense. Southern California's gigantic water supplier took the unprecedented step Tuesday of requiring about 6 million people to cut their outdoor watering to one day a week as drought continues to plague the state. The Board of the Metropolitan Water District of Southern California declared a water shortage emergency and required the cities and water agencies it supplies to implement the cutback on June 1st and enforce it or face hefty fines. We don't have enough water supplies right now to meet normal demand. The water is not there. Metropolitan Water District spokesperson Rebecca Kimmich said, This is unprecedented territory. We've never done anything like this before. California is facing some troubles this year. The feds have already said they will not provide any water for farming in central California. This is only going to add to the food shortage problem that we're facing. Los Angeles County Sheriff Alex Villanueva said Tuesday that his department was targeting a Los Angeles Times journalist in a criminal leak investigation for her reporting on a departmental cover-up. But after a barrage of criticism from politicians, the newspaper, and press freedom groups, he backed off his announcement and denied that he considered the reporter a suspect. The sheriff lashed out at the Times writer Aileen Techmidian during a morning news conference in which he suggested two longtime foes leaked her a surveillance video showing a deputy kneeling on the head of a handcuffed inmate. Detailing an ongoing criminal probe of the leak, Villanueva displayed a poster with large photographs of the reporter, his political rival, Eli Vera, and Sheriff's Inspector General Max Huntsman, with arrows pointing from the two men to the reporter, the three individuals that we want to know a lot about. Villanueva said, these three people have some important questions to answer. Villanueva exhibited a list of possible felonies under investigation, including conspiracy, burglary, and unauthorized use of a database. When pressed by reporters on whether he was investigating the reporter specifically, the sheriff replied, all parties to the act are subjects of the investigation. Isn't it the job of the press to keep political people in line and the sheriff is a political person. Law enforcement in this country, along with politicians in this country, need to learn that they are not above the law. The same laws that law enforcement enforces on all of the rest of us. She reported on something that was given to her. She did not commit a crime. She's doing her job. And maybe the sheriff's office should do their job and not violate the law. This has been Pacific Northwest Headline News. For more, visit BehindTheLinePodcast.com. Thanks for listening.